0: You're listening to the Sportsman's Nation Podcast Network, and we are proud to be partnered with Interstate Batteries. If you haven't visited your local Interstate Battery retail store to talk with a specialist about all your battery needs, you need to stop in. They have everything from batteries for your trail cameras, batteries for your range finders, batteries for your trucks, and everything in between. Uh, they have a battery for it. You can also go to find out more about the company and more about the batteries that they offer to interstatebatteries.com. This is a great company, a trustworthy company that has been around for several, 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 several years. Interstate Batteries, outrageously dependable. Welcome to the Southern Ground Hunting Podcast. I'm your host, Parker McDonald, and this is episode number 57. On this episode, me and Drew are talking about kind of just a mid-season update, some uh, things that have happened, some things that we have learned, mishaps, how we like to cook deer meat, just a lot of random things that I think you're going to enjoy. This is the Southern Ground Hunting Podcast. All right, guys. Welcome back to the Southern Ground Hunting Podcast. Um, yeah, we don't really have much of a like schedule for today.
1: Now, just talk about maybe some Florida recap. Um, yeah,
0: Florida recap. Se- mid- I killed one. Update. You killed one.
1: Not with my vehicle.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you killed two. I've
1: killed two. No. Um, uh, you
0: finally killed a deer with yes. Oh, uh, while hunting in the woods <laughs> yeah. so we'll talk about that a little bit today
1: uh what else um
0: I had a crappy day the other day
1: we'll talk about that <laughs> yeah we can talk about that um we can talk about um some onyx stuff that that mean you were talking about earlier yeah
0: that would be really Um, good to hit up on
1: and so um which i actually was like hmm that's actually i just i just thought that was really good so we definitely hit that yeah just kind of kind of just like early mid-season updates update
0: kind of bullcrapping around talking about the week talking about a little bit of tactics it's kind of like a little bit of everything
1: i got i got family coming in next week i know you got some family coming in in the next couple weeks and so which i I can talk about that because I'm having to, it's just my family hunts different than what I'm right. trying to get into now, and right. so it's just going to be really interesting, yeah. so we, we, we can talk about that too.
0: Cool. Well, man, let's get started. Let's do it. But first, first. before we start, got to remind everybody, if you're listening to this, I have talked to a lot of people and seen a lot of posts on Facebook this past week. It's starting to get chilly and guys are not happy with their Walmart camo. No. Now There's a lot of guys who are perfectly fine with it. But a lot of guys, really, it's really mostly in the, the scene, I guess, that me and you really spend most of our time with, the forums, which are like more of the mobile hunting. Yeah,
1: running gun type running stuff.
0: Running gun, um, you know, hunting beast, mm-hmm. public land type stuff. Yeah. It's really those kind of places where the guys are like not nearly as happy
1: yeah. with their... Walmart camo. I also say this though. Um, for the guys that go and shoot sit in shooting houses, which nothing against it. I've done it some this year. I'm gonna do it some when my parent when, when my brother and dad come. I actually think you get colder in there really than in a saddle. And here's the reason why. And in, in the saddle I can move. Yeah. You know, in a shooting yeah. house you're just there unless you got a little buddy heater, which that's cool if you got that. But man, this scree stuff, especially that down jacket. Oh yeah, bro! All you need is like a t-shirt mm-hmm. on underneath it. I mean, it is it Bullshit. is it is warm, warm. And so that's what I'm saying, guys. Even if you are just a um, uh, you know like a uh, uh, shooting house guy, you know, man, get it because it, it's it's seriously the warmest stuff I've ever put on.
0: Yeah, I like it, man. I've. I've uh, I got to use it. Finally, got to use it on really pretty dang cold day, um, yeah. for for here anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, Monday it was thirty. It was thirty eight. Wind chill was thirty four. I think like mm-hmm. that wind was yeah rough on my yeah. on the bare skin on my face.
1: We've seen some twenty nine, twenty eight like wind chill yeah. here.
0: Yeah, it's, there, it's there's been some pretty cold days, and I've seen a lot of guys that are not you know pleased with what they've got. And if that's you, check out Scree.
1: Man, it's Scree good stuff.
0: Screegear.com, man, it is. It's good stuff, man. And I, I was, you know, what I've had, what I've been using, I was very impressed with the Hard Scrabble set, 170 that. Merino. Mm-hmm. Um, it was all great. Like I knew I was gonna, I knew I was gonna like the stuff that I got mm-hmm. recently. When I finally got to wear all of it, man. It's awesome stuff. Yeah. Really hey, good
1: stuff. The beanie's awesome, too. How'd you get a beanie? I got the beanie, and I like it. I got the baklava yeah. instead. See, I don't like stuff being around my face. I got enough of that already. Yeah,
0: you got a beard, yeah, so you don't, you, know,
1: but, you don't need it. But what I love about the beanie is that there there's some beanies that I've had in the past where, it, I mean, I, I felt like it was just... Pushing my head into, you know, like, oh yeah, and it'll this, like,
0: give you a headache. It's, yeah, like you sit there the and you're just like,
1: oh my gosh, you know. But <laughs> dude, this one is the most comfortable one, and I and, I, and I'm not saying that because you know, um, because we're, uh, you know, testing the stuff out. It just seriously is the most comfortable beanie that I've ever put on, and it's warm as all get out. That's awesome. It's merino wool.
0: Merino, dude. I've I've this has been I haven't had a ton of experience with merino, but I'm really liking what I'm. What I'm doing out of Scree. So if you're interested in checking that out, you can do that for 15% off if you use the code, all lowercase, all one word, Southern Ground at checkout. Now, not only that, there's some pretty good deals still going on Mm -hmm. right now on screegear.com. So uh, go and check out that stuff. I think you'll like it. Yeah. Got anything else? No, I'm just, I'm really excited to get to
1: talk about. I'm really excited to get this stuff on, get it out, especially with this harsher weather we got coming in. Oh yeah, it's it's definitely
0: going to be a lifesaver when Mm -hmm. it comes to spinning. We we did an episode on this. Mm -hmm. We talked a lot about it. Um, The kind of clothing that you wear, it does matter in tactics. I mean, I see people say it all the time. Like you kill your grandpa killed a deer in plaid. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, that's that's awesome. Like I agree. He was probably freaking cold. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I would rather invest the money not in a camo pattern. I don't care about the camo pattern. Mm-hmm. as uh, Even no. though Screeze is pretty awesome. Like, yeah. all my stuff's in the Summit pattern. I really like it. But um, it, it doesn't matter nearly as much to me as how practical it is, mm-hmm. you know, as far as uh You, you can't kill them from and, the couch. Yeah.
1: And the longer you can stay in tree stand, the more chance you have of killing a deer. It's true. It's true, very true.
0: So, speaking of killing deer, Mm -hmm. you killed a deer. I did. All right, let's start there.
1: I did. I killed a deer. um, Actually, the one that I meant to go and kill, Um, not not with the truck, (laughs) not not jumping out in front of me. Um, Really interesting. Um, I know you had your wife on a couple months ago talking about you know hunting and different things like that, Mm -hmm. which was one of the best episodes that I think. You've done was was the one with your wife. Well, my my wife just randomly just asked during Thanksgiving break. She goes, hey, "Can I go hunting with you on Friday?" She's never done that, and I'm like, so at first I was like, "Is this a joke?" Like, is, is everything you know, okay? Is everything okay? Uh, you know? And um, she she's like, "No, I, I really want to go hunting with you." I'm like, okay, um, yeah, we can go hunting. And so, um, I knew it was gonna be kind of cold, and so we. We uh, ended up getting up a little bit later than what I normally get up, which is totally fine. Um, I was going just to hang out with her um, and just really have a good time with her. She's never done this, so I was like, okay, "All right, th- this will be cool." And so we um, we went. We set up um, on my club that I'm on, and we had different green fields and different you know stands on and everything. But I wasn't seeing a whole lot of deer sign at all, um, except on a couple of different crossings that were just on the roads. And so we literally just took two chairs and oh. got in between pine trees and just sat down and um we're sitting there and 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 i heard deer down the bottom um and I look over at her, and she's like, mm-hmm, you know, that like that that head bobbing, you know, like nod, nod and then nod, and then, and so um, <laughs> part of me was just like, if this deer walks out, I'm just not going to tell her, and I'm just going to shoot and scare the mess out of her. And <laughs> I was like, no, I, I don't want to do that. And and so, sure enough, um, at about six forty, I look over to my left, and there was a deer come through the ponds, right on the crossing. I'm like, all right, great. Um, and then so I I, I nudged her. And I was like, "Hey, cover your ears." Um, She's like, "What?" I go, "Cover your ears." And thankfully, she didn't go, "What?" You know, like, I was <laughs> like, she, "You know," I was, I was like, "Cover your ears." And so, um, deer stepped out, and and when it stepped out, it was only thirty five yards from us, and um, and I, I'd already had my gun up, and um, the deer stopped, looked at us. Cause, and I didn't know this at the time, but my wife was doing like this as the deer's looking at us. And, you know, it's like she's moving her hands to <laughs> her ears. She has no idea. She has no idea, like, what she's supposed to do. She's just knows. I, I, she's, I asked her to cover her ears. And so she's like, you know, doing like this and gripping her ears and all this stuff. Steps out, and I click off, and I pile drive her. I mean, just boom. I'm shooting a 300 wind Mag, 180-grain bullet, which I know me and you talked about earlier. Yeah. Um, prior to the, uh, us, us coming on. And 180 grain bullet out of a wind mag at 35 yards. That hole was vicious on the other side. That was pretty rough. I dude. mean, it, and so looks like you threw a, like an axe at <laughs> yeah. her. And so I hit her and um, rolled her, and she flipped, and then she tried to get up. Um, I didn't notice at the time I broke both her shoulders It went, it went through both shoulders And she w- and she couldn't Must be nice And so she just starts Digging taters man Going going down the road dude Just dirt flying everywhere And then she just Rolls over and Dies And so I walk down there And pick her up And 645 We're back in the truck <laughs> And I'm like I look over her I'm like
0: Today is
1: a good today's day Today's a good day babe You're my good <laughs> luck charm She's just real quiet Like she's like real quiet And I'm like What's wrong? Cuz my my wife, she's an animal lover. She loves animals. Um, and she goes, "Well, I didn't expect it to be over that quick." I'm like,
0: <laughs> "It isn't normally I was like, over it's that It's not fast. normally that. I mean,
1: I mean, we were in the stand all of the total of maybe like 30 minutes, maybe. <laughs> she's like sitting there
0: thinking like, "So this is what you talk about is so hard all yeah, the Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, she's,
1: and so I was like, "What'd you expect, sweetheart?" And she goes, well, I just thought we'd sit there for a couple of hours and enjoy nature and see everything and spend time with each other. And I'm like, we can go back and do that if <laughs> if you want. I <laughs> you mean, <can> <laughs> we, 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 and, and so we actually end up going to a different spot and sitting for um, a, a couple more hours. But she was just like, yeah, I, I really wasn't expecting that. And I go, okay. She goes, and I really wasn't expecting, like, the reaction of the deer like that. I'm like, Baby, what what you what you expect? Somebody you, you know? like, <laughs> what did you? She goes, I don't know. I just thought you shoot it and, and it run off. I'm like, yeah, we don't want that to happen. Like we, that's not part of the plan. I mean, I want to shoot them and I want to anchor them. And she's like, yeah. Um, I don't think I can watch you shoot them no more. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, all right, that's fine. I mean, you can turn t- turn your head. And, if you want to. Um, I go, uh, but let me ask you a question. Um, if you don't like me shooting them, um, all this beef or all this jerky I'm going to make, you want to eat it? She goes, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to eat deer jerky. I'm like, oh, okay. Just making sure. <laughs> Just being. Just making sure. And so. so clear about and, she, it. and she was perfect eating size, man. I mean, she was she was right above a pocket deer. I mean, she was nice, small, yeah. and tender. And, and I took her home, quartered her up, butchered her up, put some on the dehydrator. And it was. It was good, man. So you already got it. Oh yeah, already
0: got it going. Yeah, I mean, I she's. Do that. I need to. I need to use your dehydrator. Yeah, because I got lots of deer meat that I haven't uh, necessarily cut. Yeah, I've quartered it all up and
1: yeah, and deboned it, but I have. I need to cut. I have found that like D won't eat any of the other parts of the deer. Um, other than the jerky? Other than the jerky. She loves jerky. I <laughs> she mean, like, she loves So it. what
0: part of the deer does the jerky come from? Yeah,
1: yeah she's like, is this like... Where's the jerky where's muscle? Where's the jerky muscle at? And it's like, okay, <laughs> that's not... Um, um, <laughs> but um, so she loves deer jerky. And so we eat a lot of that. And, um, and so... Um, I
2: love deer jerky I, too. I
1: tell you who's got a, a pretty good um, recipe for that, Catman. Oh, yeah? Back in his younger days, mm-hmm. I went and found a video... And, um,
0: I think Catman's looked looked fifteen from the time he was fifteen until now. He still looks fifteen I to mean, me. Yeah, he still looks like a little kid. <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> he's awesome, but he he, but he
1: and he, he kills a lot of deer, so he has. To, I mean, you know, and so yeah, if, those, yeah. if you if your lady friend, wife, girlfriend doesn't like deer meat, man, try the jerky. And I know a lot of the processors around here. You can tell them, hey, cut me five pounds of jerky meat, and they'll do it. You know, um, and
0: so do you I've I've never made my own jerky and I'm not typically like I like deer jerky. Mm -hmm. It's never something that I'm like, oh, I can't wait to eat deer Mm -hmm. jerky, but I like it. It's really because I never think about it. Yeah, honestly, we never really did that. We would give a little bit of meat away when I was younger to a guy and he would make us some. But I mean, it's never been a thing like what do you basically just cut it like you would like fajitas
1: yeah, like basically. Small fajitas. I mean, if you the the ideal situation is to have like a meat slicer, uh huh, and like like you see it, you know, Subway or something like that, like an actual deli slicer, yeah. Um, and and then you could actually get a really good even cut on the on all of it. Most guys don't have that. I don't have that, so I just use a sharp knife, mm-hmm. and I just try to keep them all about the same just size thickness. It. So so whenever you put them on there, they all get done at the same time. You're not having to wait. Is there a
0: certain part of the deer that tastes better. I'll be that honest, cuts man. Better.
1: I made I made some I don't know, I might get crucified oh, for this. Oh I know but can I guess? You can guess. You used the
0: backstrap. I did. I did. You you dehydrated I'm gonna I give did. you a graph about this. I did. I really don't care if I you did. shot
1: it. And it was I mean
0: It was good. It was really good. So backstrap jerky is better than like hind quarter jerky?
1: Backstrap I mean Backstrap's better Than just about anything Right Right You know Maybe maybe close I mean The Tenderloin You know Which they're They're kind of close Anyway But like um, Yeah you can tell Because the backstrap Has no um, Has no That white sinew Mm -hmm. Running down it And casing And different things Like that it doesn't have, doesn't have any of that. If, if, if you start to quarter up like the hind quarters and everything else, you run into three or four different um, cuts of meat there. Mm-hmm. And you've you got to do a lot of cleaning back on that. Backstrap's
0: just a solid piece just of meat. It's a solid piece of meat. So uh, like Jack's Lynx, right,
1: does mm-hmm. like the
0: jerky mm-hmm. nugget, the little square nuggets. Is mm-hmm. that
1: how you would do I've never done them like strap. that. Um,
0: can you do that? Can you dehydrate like a chunk of meat like that?
1: You, you, you can. It takes forever. Really? Or at least in, I mean, I don't have that, that high-end processor. I have the Walmart, you know, middle yeah. of the, middle of the road, $35 one. You know, it's got four or five trays. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, But, I mean, there's, um, I really want to get a pellet grill, um, like a Pit Boss or a Traeger or something like that. Um, and um, I, I've, I've seen a couple guys on some of the forums do that and smoke them. Mm-hmm. That's what I really want to do. Um, and you talk about, because you get that smoke flavor. Oh yeah, dehydrator. You don't get that smoke flavor, right? You know, and so, right. Um, so, but that's that's what we did was with um, that deer. Was just butchered it up, made some jerky out of it. I used um, I used some soy sauce, soy sauce, um, soy and sauce. and then uh, I used Dr Pepper, and um, on some of it I used some coffee. I, I did a oh, coffee yeah? one that was pretty.
0: That sounds good. pretty good, and so I feel like I would really like just jerky with sprinkled coffee grounds on top of it. That. that sounds like it'd be
1: yeah. I mean, tasty. It, it. was good. A lot of pepper, um, salt, um, and so d- different guys had different recipes for it, you right. know. Um, but dude,
0: let me tell you about something that I'm wanting to do this year,
1: and I know it's it's like a big task
0: or whatever. So when I was growing up in West Texas, um, a lot of times. Like the little Mexican ladies that we went to church with, or whatever, they would make us jerky or not jerky, uh, tamales, mm-hmm. deer tamales, venison tamales, whatever. Dude, it's the best thing in the world because mm-hmm. tamales are typically you want it to be a, a lean yeah meat yeah you know you don't want it to be a you do or anything like that because the rest of the tamale is yeah. greasy and fatty <laughs> yeah um and so I mean that's literally what it is it's mm-hmm. like lard and mm-hmm. uh. Corn, yeah, <laughs> it's really what it is. That's all meat. it is, and um, and so I was actually watching the newest season Meat Eater on Netflix, and which is uh, awesome
1: that that's on Netflix.
0: Yeah, it's really cool. And uh, they were doing their their uh, uh, the Coos Deer Hunt mm-hmm. down in Mexico, and the lady makes some tamales, and I was like, man, that brings back a lot of memories. Mm-hmm. I've got to learn how to make tamales. Now I understand I'm not a mix- little Mexican lady, so. It's not going to have the same effect, but I'm going to try to figure out how to make tamales. Um, and and like tamales are like a a all day.
1: Oh, it's it's intensive.
0: It's not like and like I remember I asked a friend of mine when we were living in Georgia. Um, a friend of mine, he's a Mexican guy, Mm -hmm. and his his wife is a Mexican lady, and I was like, hey, you think your wife would like if I gave y'all some deer meat? Mm -hmm. Y'all keep half of it, make the other half into tamales, and she said no not because they didn't want the deer meat they wanted the deer meat yeah, but, but it's just... it was a lot of work to make tamales yeah and so i'm going to try and but here's the other thing too is is most of those little ladies like that they they ain't going to just go make uh tamales with the i think it's called is it manasa mhm which is like the the actual the um, actual
1: corn, uh, corn uh, meal yeah,
0: yeah yeah it's like the corn meal st- m- stuff and um they like to do it themselves. I like mm-hmm. to grind it all themselves. Yeah. So that's part of the yeah. actual work process that takes so long where you can buy the stuff at Walmart. Yeah. I actually went and looked yeah. the other day because yeah. I was in the, the Mexican food section Yeah, and they had bunches of it. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't have to have homemade mm-hmm. – I think it's Manasa. I think – or Manasa. Something. It's I, Masana. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called anyway. Um, somebody If you know what it is Message me If you have a good Recipe for tamales Send me a or message Or jerky Or jerky Or you know what Send me anything Yeah Any kind of good recipe For any So let me, let me ask food. you a question
1: Um, Because I know here I mean you can kill If we kill our limit You're you're looking at seven deer You know
0: Well you kill a doe every day
1: You know I mean so like <laughs> With uh, a bow With a bow I mean but you're looking at I mean let's just say Seven mm-hmm. Okay um, and and I know at least around here, when when I took the deer that I hit, um, um, it was sixty five bucks. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was just like your basic cut. You know, that adds up. So oh, do yeah. You, so do you process your own? So at um, a certain point. So I,
0: well, I haven't taken one for myself to the processor all year. I've got mm-hmm. basically, uh, I've got. Two deer. I've got my buck from Kentucky mm-hmm. and then that little dough mm-hmm. that I've kept. Um they're in the freezer right now. Mm-hmm. They're not cut right. necessarily. They're, they're deep. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Um, not cut. I'm gonna do my wife really likes to cook with the hamburger mm-hmm. and so once the season's over, I'll go and hamburger grind a whole lot of it. Mm-hmm. And um, but I've also got a lot of meat that's that I wanna do some something Something else, you mm-hmm. know. Um, we have we have plenty of roasts. We have plenty of stuff like that. Um, lots of sausage. Um, I so, love me some
1: cube steak, man.
0: Yeah. Well, you see, I the thing is, I steak. love cube steak too, but we don't eat a lot of fried food in my in our house. Yeah. So, like I doing like too. chicken fried chicken fried steak or something like that, I would dude, I would eat that up. Oh, I love it. Like dude. I, I'm a chicken fried steak
2: mm.
0: um, snob. I mm. love that crap. Yeah. My wife is a healthy eater. Right. So a lot of the now venison is a healthy food and she she cooks with it a lot, but <laughs> a lot so of the like, really good start fried
1: it with you know yeah. and, and stuff. Yeah, a lot of the really
0: good stuff, you know, like <laughs> like uh deep fried some yeah. some backstrap cuts and stuff like that. And she also my wife this is crazy. This is a weird thing. I think this is a Florida thing. I don't know. Uh, but she don't like steak that
1: much. That's just her. Isn't that I, weird? I love steak, and I was born and raised in Florida. Like
0: she doesn't hate steak, but like if I went and made like a backstrap, mm-hmm. like medallion steaks or something like which that,
1: which I got, I got those this time. They're good.
0: Yeah, I, I love them. I, I got Dude, one I could, inch steaks. I could live on backstrap.
1: More to wrap them in bacon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: She's just not like a big meat eater.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, neither neither is my wife.
0: She she likes meat. It's not that she she eats meat. She likes sausages and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Uh, but she's not like a meaty, you know, yeah. like I don't know any. I don't, it's in the tone of voice, I guess, that you say it like steak. Um, I don't know, roast. She yeah. doesn't, she's not like a huge roast fan. Or oh anything. man,
1: use some pot roast all day long, dude.
0: I'm, which I just like food, bro. Yeah, like. Yeah. I'm over here like, I'm trying to make some tamales. Walter Lee made some carnitas the other day. His oh, wife Walt? did. Yeah. Okay, the so, so Walt
1: didn't make it. His, his wife did. Okay. Walt,
0: so, Walt was telling me something interesting about him and his wife. Because um, she was like cutting up the meat and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, dude, that's impressive. And he was like, no, let's, listen, here's the deal. Here's the deal I have with my wife. She will cook the meat as long as I get it to... When I give it to her, it looks like it came from the store. Yeah, like it has to be cut like it came from the store. Yeah, and then she can handle it. But if I just give her some big old bloody piece of chunk of meat, you know, <laughs> I think that's you
1: go. what that's that's what turned uh, D off. Because like the first year we were married, the first hunting season, we lived out in Texas. We had an apartment. Um, it is hard. Let me tell you this: it's hard to be a deer hunter and live in an apartment. <laughs> it's so hard, and so I we. We go home for Thanksgiving, which is Florida, um, and and I kill a deer while I was down there. And so, um, I brought it back to our apartment. <laughs> and so... Um, I
0: can totally relate
1: with and, you on all of this. And so, I had it in a cooler and everything, and um, <laughs> I had to butcher it up in our kitchen, you know? And I, and so, I start cutting on and everything, and... and and I'm not the best at it, um, but I've I've cut up a couple, you know, in, in my day. And so I mean, it wasn't like I didn't know what I was doing, but it's just it's just bloody. I mean, that's, I mean, there's no no other doing way around it. in it. your kitchen. And I was in my like... kitchen, and I got home from work early, and I was like, I'm gonna do this. So she was still at work, and like she walks and she she walks in. And I wasn't using the bathroom. I'd, I'd put it down, when not use the bathroom, it was, was, was coming back after washing my hands. Um, and um, she's like, she comes in and she's like, oh my God, who died? Because like, I, there's blood like everywhere. I mean, because I, I, when when I cook in the kitchen or whatever, I'm just a mess, you know? Like I, I'll, I'll dirty up five pans to cook, you know? A, I understand. You know, and so there's blood literally everywhere. And so... Um, and she walks in, and she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, we're having deer meat tonight. <laughs> I'm cooking, baby. I'm cooking, I'm, I'm, I'm cooking sweetheart. She goes, what are, you, what are you talking about? I go, I went and killed it. Now I'm butchering it up, and I'm going to cook it, and then we're going to eat it. I'm providing. It's like a dang hibachi grill. Yes. Yeah, like, and, and, <laughs> but it, it looked like something off, like, I mean, CSI Scream. or like Scream. or I mean, it was just, blood was just everywhere, and it, tur- it just turned her off. Totally turned her off. And so
0: I, I think you know what I think you're hitting onto something that's pretty, <clears throat> I'll bet pretty common. Mm-hmm. I bet there's a lot of people listening to this that, like, it just makes like a puts a bad taste, not a bad taste. That's a bad play on words, just a bad feeling, image. a bad image. Mm-hmm. To uh, like, my wife wasn't she wasn't raised in a mm-hmm. hunting family. My sister was right, yeah. so. If if my brother in law brought in a deer and butchered it or whatever, she wouldn't care. She'd eat it. Yeah. That's how she she was raised. Me and my dad did that, you know? Yeah. Whereas my wife was not raised in a hunting family. So
1: My wife was not either.
0: They weren't in they weren't against it no. at all. They just didn't do it. No. Um and so like the whole idea of like a rib cage in your sink is kind of <laughs> yeah. weird. Yeah. You know? And so, um, yeah, I don't. I don't know how to fix it. Like that's, my wife loves deer meat. She'll eat it. Mm-hmm. If if I make it, she eats it, and she's good.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, but it's usually, she she doesn't necessarily always like to do the cooking no. with it because she doesn't.
2: Yeah.
0: It, it just seems a little bit off. Yeah. I'm I'm, I love meat, dude. Like, literally, when I so see good. when I'm when I'm like cutting meat, I'm cutting it off the bone. Yeah. Right. Like. When I'm doing all that, it look like I want to take a bite of it yeah. raw like that because I just think it just makes me hungry. Yeah, yeah. Like, when I'm cutting up like quartering a deer or whatever, yeah. cutting the backstrap out, mm. it just like, mm. it mm. makes me hungry. So y'all go,
1: go over there hungry to the right
0: Southern Ground
1: <laughs> Forum and um, tell us your favorite part of the deer that you like. If it's a backstrap, tenderloin, what, whatever. Hi, brother. Hi, brother. I mean, just can't, can't eat the horns. Can't, you can't eat the horns. That is. If isn't. I hear
0: one more freaking person say that, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna.
1: I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna but, do something. <laughs> I got tired of it. But but go over, drop us a comment on um, what's your favorite cut of the deer, and then even if you got a cool recipe, man, I'm I'm always looking for those. Always. Oh yeah. And um, uh, so just go over there, drop it, and let you us your, know. Yeah.
0: What is your favorite cut? Backstrap. Really.
1: It is like like bar none, and and I've done it. Have a couple you had of heart? No, you've never had heart. Mm-mm. No,
0: are you? See, so you're, you're making a face. Like just, yeah, I'm I never gonna do
1: that either. I mean, I I just dude. I've I've never had it, and I don't know, man. It's, you, you
0: find me a person that says that has had it, and they they don't tell you. That's the best part of the deer. Well, every person I know that's had heart is like that's the best part.
1: Well. The dough I shot, she didn't have one when I got done with her because <laughs> I blew it out. You, you broke her heart. And so, I mean, you could literally put a, I mean, two fists of that hole on the opposite side. Like there was nothing there. There was there nothing there. there's was nothing there. But I like a backstrap, man. I I like it wrapped in bacon and smoked. I like it uh, uh, staked up. Um, I even did it one time where I took, um, um, I, I sliced it and I took um, apples put apples down in it and drizzle honey on top of it and smoked it that sounds good and so it wasn't too bad and um i mean do you I,
0: ever do the whole do you ever smoke the whole backstrap mm-hmm. and then cut it afterwards
1: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i don't
0: know man like i've had heart heart is tough to beat heart is good it's so good i'm not i'm not saying that that i wouldn't try it the texture of it is to me better than strap, the texture of backstrap um
1: of course, if you wrap it in bacon and cook it, no, then, dude, mm-hmm.
0: it's it's like a good cut of steak. The heart is. I don't know. I'm telling you, bro, it's good. I don't know. Um, I have know. had. I'm trying to think of the weirdest thing I've had. I've had the nuts before. I did that with a deer I killed two years ago, because I wanted to try it, and I did it. it just <laughs> got weird. I ate a testicle. <laughs>
1: Oh, gosh. Yep.
0: You're here. You're here. So, I'm going to actually try it again this year if I can manage to kill another buck. Um, I'm going to do it again. I'm going to deep fry it this time.
1: You are from Texas. Yep. And I'm going to deep fry everything I'm
0: going to do the deep fried version of it. Deep fried, dude. Have you ever had calf fries?
1: Cat fries. Calf, calf fries. Calf fries. Or like
0: Rocky Mountain oysters. Nope. Nope, nope. It's good. It really is good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I'm going to deep fry it next time. Yeah. Next time I'm going to do it. I'm going to try it again. I'm going to keep trying it until I get it right. Yeah. I, I just like, I like trying the different thing. <laughs> I, I like, Obviously. I like trying exotic things, yeah, yeah. you know? <laughs> so, no.
1: so, that was my deer. Killed one. I'm on the board. Um, you went to Florida. I went to Got Florida. Got videos coming out. Um, yeah, working on those. And um, Actually, saw tomorrow,
0: tomorrow I'm debating on whether I want to go deer hunt because the rut's getting started or finish the videos and i'm probably gonna choose finishing the videos
1: yeah so, but i mean especially with some time off next week yeah you know
0: i've got some time off I'm, I'm gonna be hunting hard i'm gonna be hitting hard real hard but yeah i went to florida and uh i talked about that a little mm-hmm. bit with walter on the last podcast yeah. but um after me and him recorded uh, i ended up seeing tons more deer just tons of deer does all does mm-hmm. every time doe 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 Freaking does. Like, yeah. there were does everywhere. And uh, I ended up seeing 20. Mm-hmm. 20 deer in four ish sits, mm-hmm. which is pretty dang good. Yeah. I mean, that's, oh, yeah. That's yeah. pretty good yeah. uh, sighting. So. Yeah. And then I saw uh, three bears. Mm-hmm. One of them didn't get a good look at I could just tell it was a bear. The other ones, the mama and the cub that I saw the next day
1: were. Yeah. Show enough. Yeah, I don't like them either. Mama and cubs.
0: Yeah. It was cool. I've never, oh, I mean, it's, it's seen, I've cool. never seen one like that It's before. cool
1: to see them, but like, you know, you just don't want them, especially that cub.
0: Mm, I, well, that was, I got I actually got down earlier that day, uh, and I did not want to. Like, I wanted to be there so bad. But I didn't. I, my phone was about to die. Mm-hmm. I was not planning on sitting all day, but those freaking bears stopped and were, like, bedded. I, I guess they bed. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, 40 yards away from me. Mm-hmm. I actually, had a deer come through and scared the little cub forty foot up a pine tree, and I had no—I thought they were gone. I thought mm. they—I thought the bears were long gone, and then that deer scared that little cub, and I was like, "Oh man, mm. I don't know if Mama's still with the cub or if she left cub yeah. there yeah. while she went hunting or what." And so I ended up getting down early that day because I did not want to accidentally find myself in between.
1: Oh, no, 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 that's so. a bad spot to be in. And so it, you got some time off coming next week. I got some time off coming next week. Um, my dad and brother coming down or coming up actually. Um, yeah. And so from it's come, Florida, right? Uh, yes, coming up from Florida. Um, he, he hasn't, he, Jason, um, my brother lives in Jacksonville. Um, okay. Doesn't have a, a place to hunt, you know, and, um, and uh, he's a he's a youth pastor down there so his schedule's really not his own um which we can relate to that and so he's coming up to hunt and then my my dad's coming too and um uh they're not necessarily into the mobile game as much as I am
0: so when when they come are they going to are they going to be hunting public with you no no they're okay. gonna,
1: they're they're, they're going to be hunting um um overall on the club okay. and so i spent a lot of last week getting stuff ready for him moving yeah. some stands I'm going to since some couple more days um dad's dad's knees uh are kind of you know going in, yeah in, in the sense of he he can't walk a, a real long ways um but but dad grew up hunting public land i mean down down in florida um and so he's not opposed to it but i mean he's, he's also a stage of his life he'd rather go take the grandbabies hunting mm-hmm. you know and um rather than kill a deer and so which is totally cool um and so but it is tell them to
0: take your wife
1: and so i don't think (laughs) she's gonna go man um um, but so i i I spent some time last week getting corn out and different things cameras checked all that different stuff and kind of going back to the way i used to hunt you know and so trying to make it easy for just trying to make it easy for them and so but i am going to hunt from the saddle on the club um that'd be fun Next week, and just start swinging around because I, I got some. I got some good ideas. I think of where they're mm-hmm. heading now. You bring up an interesting point,
0: though, that uh, is, I think, easy to forget about, or you feel like you know, like for me when I when I just the thought of putting a video out of me shooting a deer over a feeder, mm-hmm. right? It's so far different from mm-hmm. what normally we would see on Mm -hmm. our youtube channel Mm -hmm. and it's almost like i wouldn't do it but then i think about it i'm like man i mean but why Mm -hmm. it's still more fun than doing bills you know it's still more fun than going shopping (laughs) yeah there's a whole lot of things that i would rather that i would not do Mm -hmm. you know like yeah
1: yeah. I don't know. That's just well, and, and and there's nothing
0: wrong with it. I think it's easy to get stuck in like, oh, if you killed that deer over
1: not on public land in a pine thicket, then yeah, yeah. you ain't living. And well, it's still fun. And I also think too something that I've seen a lot of, and and I was afraid of this, is especially from the, the saddle guys. Um, and you know, I'm one of them. I hunt, I hunt from a saddle too. I um, also hunt from some preset ladder stands. So I mean, you know. It, it is what it is but like there's some guys that just have gone like all out in, in the saddle game but to the point where it's like like guys are killing nice bucks from a climber or a, a ladder stand or a shooting house and it was like they're like that ain't real hunting it's like <laughs> bro two years ago you took a picture and put it on Facebook from a ladder stand you know, and so, but it's just like there's like, if you ain't killing them from a saddle, you're not killing them at all. I'm like, well, that's a white belly smoking. Yeah. Uh, so you know, I it's got steam coming off of it. Hunt him. the way you want, guys. Yeah. Just hunt if, if if it's which we talked about this. If it's legal, do it. If it's not legal, don't do don't it. screw it up for the rest of us that's doing yeah. it legal.
0: <laughs> there's a guy that I follow, and he uh, I don't follow him because what I'm about to say. I don't follow him. I'm friends with him on Facebook or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's he posted something the other day about like dogging people about hunting over, hunting over corn, but then his next video he was hunting over a corn pile, and I'm like, I have no issue with you hunting over a corn pile. I don't think anybody does. No, maybe like a few people, but like I don't I don't care. Don't like if that's the way you hunt and it's legal, then go hunt whatever. But don't just contradict yourself like that, man. Like I, I was like, I'm sitting there looking at it. I sent it to a couple people. I was like, do y'all see this? I mean, this thing is, do- I'm not reading this <laughs> wrong, right? This guy's dogging people who hunt over corn. <laughs>
1: While hunting over corn. While hunting over corn. Yeah. Like
0: he had a picture of this. Uh, I actually screenshotted a video mm-hmm. that had this buck over a giant corn pile. Yeah. And he shot it. I was
1: like, but you just said, you just said, you <laughs> just, just said, you just said, it. So uh, anyway, guys, if you, if you want to hunt and, and it's legal, I know, I know Luke killed that deer w- with a crossbow, mm-hmm. you know, and there's a lot of people be like, well, that's not that's a giant, not, a giant is like, well, that's not real deer hunting. I'm like, <laughs> okay. And but, a mock scrape. And a, and, and a mock scrape. There's so
0: many, there's so many things right there, like. Yeah. That'll just make the experience. I've, we come back to it all the time. The experience is the is the trophy. Yeah. Right? The way you killed it isn't, like, if, if the experience that you want is to kill it with a recurve bow, then by golly, kill it with a recurve bow. Yeah. If you, if you just want to kill a big buck, you yeah. don't care how you kill it, just you want to you want to shoot a big buck. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not like it's easy. No. With a gun. It's no. still not easy to go and kill a big buck. You have to do a lot of things no? right yeah. to do it. Yeah. Um, which, which brings me to my next part of the the part that I don't really want to talk about that bad, but I feel like everyone else deserves to know, um, that I shot a buck oh, this week. You did. I shot a buck this week. First first rifle hunt back in Alabama mm-hmm. of the season, and I uh, shot a buck.
1: And as on, you can tell by the tone in Parker's voice.
0: On public land.
1: It did not end well.
0: And it didn't end well. No. Um, first deer that I've shot with 7mm 08. And here's the crazy part, okay? I went into this area. I've talked about this area on the podcast. Mm-hmm. This is a good freaking it's hot. spot.
1: It's hot right now. Dude,
0: There, it was crazy, absolutely crazy how much deer sign is in there. And I chose a new spot mm-hmm. on this piece yeah. to just go in blind and just see what see what was there. Transitions, mm-hmm. which we'll get into, we'll get into in a little into bit. It just a
1: second. Yeah,
0: I um, went in there. The wind was perfect for that side that mm-hmm. I wanted to hunt, and uh, it was cold, like I said, you know, it was that cold mm-hmm. wind chill 34 degree wind chill, I think. And uh, yeah, about oh, well, I, I busted deer getting in there, and I figured I would just because. There's so many deer up on top of this, this ridge that, I mean, you really don't have a chance of not busting one. Yeah. And so I busted one, got set up before daylight, and was, man, feeling pretty jacked up because I was like, man, it's still dark. And I'm, <laughs> this is the spot where it takes me a good four hours. From the time I wake up till the time I'm sitting in the tree, it's about four hours. Yeah. But it, it takes a while to get in here. And um, so I have to leave at like, you know, 1.30, 2 o'clock in the mm-hmm. morning. And uh, so I get in there, get set up, and at, I don't know, 8.30? No, it wasn't 8.30 yet. It was probably 8 o'clock. I decide to grunt. Mm-hmm. And I don't blind grunt very much Yeah, unless I hear something. Right. If I hear a grunt in a thicket or something, then I'll grunt back. Um, or if I see a buck that's far away... Uh, which I don't That doesn't typically happen But if I did
2: mm-hmm.
0: You know That would be a situation That I would grow But I usually carry it with me Just in case
2: Yeah
0: Well uh, About 8 o'clock I'm hunting this transition That's Wide open pines mm-hmm. Like mature pines It's just a clump of them There's just yeah. a round clump Of these pines And then there's hardwoods On one side of it And then on the other side of it Which is where I'm hunting at I'm hunting right directly On the line It's like a sage hmm Thicket almost. It's like really thick sage grass that's like probably six and a half, seven foot tall, with little short pines in it. I mean, it's just nasty thick in there. But it's you can walk through it pretty easily. And the deer have actually created little trails, all like a maze, like funnels through Mm -hmm. this grass. And dude, there's so much sign in there, just Mm -hmm. poop and tracks and everything. And I knew that, and uh, and uh, so I set up on this area and did this blind grunt hoping you know mm-hmm. maybe there's a buck that's if he if they're walking the perimeter of this little sage area where they bed down at this is a big giant bedding area yeah and when you walk through it dude there's beds everywhere they're obvious and um i, I was thinking you know a, a buck's gonna be traveling the perimeter of this he may be just inside the woods where i can't see him just inside the the grass the sage where I can't see him, but he's going to be scent checking the perimeter of this, trying to find where the does are at. Yeah. So I do this blind grunt, hoping to pull one out. Well, I end up pulling a doe, three does out of the bottom. Mm -hmm. They come straight to me, straight to my tree. Two minutes. It's like, "Er, er, er." two minutes later, I look over and these does are coming right at me. And they get to my tree and see my sticks and run off. They didn't blow, though. They didn't really know what was going on. They just kind of trotted it off. Well, I'm not – I mean, 30 seconds to a minute,
2: <laughs> like mm-hmm. it
0: was not long at all. Here it comes. Here comes this buck from the thicket, so yeah. the opposite direction they came from. He comes out, and uh, so I, I want to talk about what happened next. I want to talk about, you know, why I think he came out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was kind of a perfect storm, really. Mm-hmm. It, it was – um, I grunted though, and I'm sure he heard that grunt. He was close enough mm-hmm. to hear that grunt, so he knew there was buck in there. And then he heard those does run off. Mm-hmm. That was enough to make him a believer mm-hmm. that oh crap, old boy's running my does over there.
1: Yeah, and uh, which I love grunting mm-hmm. when there's does. When, when, like underneath me, or mm-hmm. you know, close. Because
0: I mean, it really, it really pulls the jealousy. It really,
1: really, really does
0: out because they. I think I don't. It could have been several things. He could have smelled the does the way the wind direction was going. I don't think he smelled. Them. I don't think he knew the does were necessarily there the way that they were. But hearing that grunt and then hearing multiple deer run, mm-hmm. that's believable.
1: Yeah. You oh, know yeah. what I mean?
0: Like yeah. that's that's a believable. Oh, he's running my does. And what's around. interesting?
1: Every time that I've done it, I've never had a doe bust me when I grunted.
0: No, they didn't. Because because I mean, they had no idea
1: they are they're 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 so used to hearing a grunt and it being at ground level, not fifteen feet up. Mm-hmm. So they they don't even look up. Mm-hmm. And um um, dude, just the it's like it's it's like having ducks on the water. You know, yeah. duck hunting. Like it's the best decoys you can possibly it's a great have. Great
0: decoy, yeah. It. I mean, I mean, it worked incredibly well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was like, when he came out of that thicket, I was like,
1: who He was like, "You're like that." Because, uh, because it's four hours. <laughs> I was getting like, into the snake. Oh, I'm freaking
0: about time. <laughs> um, no, whenever he came out, it was like, "Holy cow! Yeah. Is this is about to be awesome."
1: Yeah. Now. You're hunting transitions. i was hunting transition. So, here. talk about. I know me and you had a conversation. Um, well, actually, me and you didn't have a conversation on Facebook. Um, mm-hmm. I, I guy posted like something on the saddle forum about.
0: This is Walt? Walt said, "Where are some of the things you?" I didn't to want this to give year? credit
1: to Walt. Um, yeah, Walt sucks. A, I know. <laughs> Killed one doe up there or down there in Florida and starts bawling in the tree. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> like freaking crap, okay, baby Yeah, Walt, act like you've been there before. My God, <laughs> jeez. Well, everybody it's, knows he hadn't. I was just kidding, Walt. I was actually listening to the podcast on the ride over here. Good stuff, man. Um, but um, um, so Walt posted just you know, kind of like what have you learned or t- taken away from the saddle. Um, or or from this deer season and you had an interesting comment on it that I would I would I'm going to ask you to kind of explore a little bit because you're you're talking about using the edge and transition but finding it with Onyx and then also using Onyx you said you've been tracking deer this year which I thought was really interesting because I I had never thought of using Onyx for that I always thought hey Onyx for you know crossings um, rubs scrapes topo you know but actually marking deer whenever you drive and different things like that. And so kind of yeah. go into that for just a second. Cause I, I was like, Oh dang, that's, that's a really good point.
0: Yeah. So Onyx is a great resource to have mm-hmm. in, in your pocket at all times mm-hmm. for multiple reasons. I mean, for, you know, what I'm about to talk about, but I mean, golly, I, there's a guy in the church mm-hmm. um, at our Madison campus. Mm-hmm. Um, we have church campus in Madison and Huntsville and uh he actually he was he was complaining to me kind of um he was like onyx he's thinking read re-up my membership <laughs> didn't tell me about it because he had gotten it because yeah. they were looking for properties yeah for the church they were yeah. looking for good properties with the property owner names yeah onyx offers yeah I and mean, you have it for for what 29 how much is it is it is it 29 dollars for one for, state? Yeah, for, that's all I needed was yeah, one state. Yeah, and he was just looking for properties on that, and he was using Onyx. So, I mean, you can use Onyx for a lot
1: of things. My in laws are looking at buying a house here mm-hmm. here in town, and um, and every time they would go to look at something, they'd be like, Drew, pull up that map thing. <laughs> That's what they called it. Pull that map thing. Pull that map, and deal. so because it shows you great detail, you know, yeah. acreage and all that stuff. Um, we use it for, you know, deer. Yeah. Um. And and I mainly used it for um um tracking sign. Mm-hmm. But what you're saying is that you actually use it to track deer.
0: Yeah. So, so as I was gonna say, I use it for a lot of things. Um, I use it to find properties. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I scout it and scour. Mm-hmm. the heck out of my maps trying to find little pockets that I can maybe go check out something that might be new uh, I do I spend a lot of time doing that but one of the cool things that you can do is you can start to put together what I'm calling these common denominators mm-hmm. right and uh, that the, I'll read my I'm read my response to Walter um, and it, it's really not I, I put in short finding hard edges. Mm-hmm. Hard edges are my favorite things right now. Like That's what I'm really learning to figure out. My deer sightings have gone up big time. And a guy said, what do you mean by hard edges? I said, or no, he said, what have you been doing to find the deer? I said, in short, the biggest thing I've done is paying attention, paying a lot of attention to hard edges and transition areas. I've been documenting deer sightings both from the tree and even when I see one on the highway, I'll pull up my Onyx and try to break it down while and try to break down why it's there. It's certainly not because it likes headlights. So what could it be? I've been finding all these common denominators of those sightings and pinpointing those on the maps while cyber scouting aerial maps. And my deer sightings have skyrocketed. The largest common denominator is, of course, that there's always a hard edge somewhere close. Mm -hmm. Um, So talking about these common denominators, what I'm doing is um, when I see a deer in the woods, when I'm hunting... uh, try to figure out why mm. that deer was there it's it's not a random occurrence okay so pause just know.
1: a second do you actually mark on your onyx deer like, sometimes sometimes okay sometimes
0: i do like i did a lot in florida mm-hmm. um when i would see one driving around i would mark it mm-hmm. uh, i don't always do that when I don't, i'm not always marking it whenever i'm seeing them because mm-hmm. i can usually pretty well remember mm-hmm. you know how to hunt, how to go about a certain Mm -hmm. area but like when i was in florida area i'm not familiar with at all when i see a deer cross the road i'd mark it yeah i'd mark my location immediately and then later if i was in the tree you know at some point when i had a chance to really look at it i'd look at it and say why was that deer there yeah um but you do this on what we're trying to find are these common denominators you know for for you maybe your common denominator of of uh deer sightings in the woods is, you know, there's always a, a um, persimmons tree mm-hmm. somewhere close by, you know, what just yeah. what, whatever it is, you know, like you may know that from actual boots on the ground experience, mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, I have so much better odds at killing deer. It could be different for everybody. These common denominators don't just have to be this. This is just what it's working for me. Yeah. And like I said, my deer, like, dude, I bet I've seen 150 to 200 deer mm-hmm. this year.
2: Yeah,
0: while hunting. Right. That's uh, for me. Like I know for a lot of guys that's nothing. For me, dude, that's a solid number. Yeah. For me. Yeah. Uh, I've seen a lot of deer this year, and and I think that's this is why. Um, so it's these common denominators. So I'm gonna break that down a little bit for you, kind of what I mean. Mm-hmm. So, um, I have been um basically marking all these spots um when i see a deer on the highway Mm -hmm. i don't care if i have permission to hunt the place or not it doesn't matter i'm looking i'll pull it up my maps really Mm -hmm. quick and look at them not while i'm driving of course i pull over right and uh, i find the nearest gas station and then look (laughs) at the area yeah uh, on my phone and i'm trying to look at it and say okay what is the reason for them mm. being here—it's not because they just like headlights. Right. I used to think that. I used to think deer on the highways because they want to be able to see, yeah. to eat, yeah. on the side of the highway. <laughs> um, and there may be a little bit of truth to it, but there's there's more reasons for mm. it than that. They're in that spot for a reason. Um, you know, maybe you're maybe you're in the Midwest and and at a certain time of the year you're seeing all the deer on the side of the road. Then maybe it's during the time when the soybeans are getting hit hard and maybe you're passing by soybeans or maybe it's time when the corn gets cut. You're finding those, it's the common denominator of why those deer are there. Um, And what I find for me personally, when I look at my maps after doing all this, the largest common denominator Mm -hmm. of seeing deer, especially in the close, in the daylight or close to the daylight Mm -hmm. is pines. Crazy, the pines doesn't always offer a lot, mm-hmm. you know, of nutritional value. I mm-hmm. guess like there are pine thickets that have some seriously good browse. Yeah. Um, but like what I'm talking about, these like mature pines they, they really there's so much of a canopy that there's mm-hmm. really not much of an understory. It's wide open. They're not offering a ton right. to these deer, um, but it it doesn't matter. The things that I've been seeing, it doesn't matter what, it's just pines. Mm-hmm. Pines in general seems to be a common denominator. Um, and when I say that, I'm going to also add that hard transition to pines is the common denominator. So whether it be from a clear cut mm-hmm. or hardwoods or like this sage,
2: mm-hmm.
0: sage thicket, I don't know what you would necessarily call it. Yeah. Um, whatever. It is. Mm-hmm. There's always a hard transition to pines, and that's where I'm finding all these deer.
2: Yeah,
0: and they're just they're using it. I yeah. mean, I think typically the open, the wide open pines, you know, mature pines with a big canopy, aren't the the jam. Yeah. like are I'm I'm finding them more in the pine thickets, like the well, real. Th- thick. That's what I was
1: going to say because I know on on our public land here. It is predominantly hardwood, Mm -hmm. you know, just bottoms and just flats and stuff like that. Um, Most of your pine thickets is on, or most of your pines, planted pines, are on private. Mm -hmm. Now you will get a a um, pine thicket in those hard, you know, in those hardwoods. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know why Uh, seed blue there, whatever. But um, so I know, like when whenever you are talking, I know my my first thought was. Well, my club's covered up in pines. That's all. That's all we have is pines, pines and clearcuts. You know, mm-hmm. and 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 so. Um, but also, it's just it's finding. So if you if all you have is pines, guys, you can even find a transition from like a five year old planted pine to a fifteen year old planted pine. That's a yeah. that that's a transition.
0: So even uh, I'll say this: like, if all you have on your property is pines, there's nothing else. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say this because I don't know this for a fact, but I'm gonna guess that you probably don't have a whole like just a ton of deer sightings.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I mean? Like I'm gonna guess you know you're not seeing just a ton of deer yeah. in there. But what I can tell you is going to be pretty true is if you have any type of edge, that's going to be your best odd,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, of, of finding a deer. Yeah. Um. So back to that. Um, Another common denominator is multiple hard edges, so more Mm -hmm. than two hard edges Mm -hmm. coming together. So if you've got hardwoods, clear cut, Mm -hmm. and pines, Mm -hmm. and you can find where they all kind of hit Mm -hmm. together, or at least close, that's been crazy. Now, I'm going to take it one step further and say that the next probably most popular Common denominator is some type of drainage mm-hmm. close by that is your funnel. So right. um, I never really finished the story on the on the deer on Monday, but I shot this buck and ended up – it was a low – what we think is a low leg shot and did not recover him. Uh, he actually – we tracked him until dark. I shot him at 8 o'clock and I got a dog out there tracking until dark and – we didn't recover him. The dog tracked him all the way to the lake, and then we just – I mean, there wasn't anything we could do. Yeah, you can't. Um, definitely think I probably just hurt him, hurt his leg. Clipped him. I, which I'm mad about. Yeah. But um, – so now that we got that out of the way, uh, that will be on a video soon on the Sports Nation channel. But um, what happened in that, in that scenario, these ditches, ditches, drainages, mm-hmm. creek bottoms – you know, whatever it may be, they, we talked about them in podcasts mm-hmm. before. They're kind of like the exits in the
1: mm-hmm. uh, off
0: of the highways. Yeah. You know, um, and a lot of times those transition lines are the highways and the ditches that are close to those transitions are the exits or the on ramp. Yeah. And so with this specific situation, I grunted in those does. They came up out of the ditch mm-hmm. and hit that transition. And so what I have was these mature pines. I have this uh, sage thicket mm-hmm. and then coming up out of that ditch is hardwoods yeah so i have three different types and then really there's four because if you go 150 yards from the edge i was on of the of the uh, the mature pines you go about 150 yards there's a another like a real like pine thicket mm-hmm. over there so you have a whole lot of different types that are coming together yeah. here within rifle range. Yeah. And those does came up came up out of that ditch, hit that transition line, and they were walking it. I mean, mm-hmm. they were walking the line. That buck came out of the sage, and what I didn't realize was there was actually three scrapes where he came out at. Mm-hmm. And he was probably about to freshen Work up one, those, yeah. those scrapes. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a um, coincidence that where he came out, where those scrapes. So those, those scrapes have been there, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Why are they there? Well, they're there because there's all these different terrain. I mean, uh, vegetation types coming together, and also they're using that ditch. Mm-hmm. So you find all of those things right there, plus the terrain that goes with it, and that's. I mean when i see those places on the map i look at them at, like i did mm-hmm. monday i never been there i just kind of was like man there's too much coming together right there plus that ditch coming up yeah i should be able to see a deer yeah in there when i see those spots on the map dude it's like it just glows because mm-hmm. i know if <clears throat> there is deer here that's where they're at yeah that's right where they're going to be at i'm not dude i'm not i'm not i'm not a Genius deer hunter mm-hmm. you know my my thing that I've been working on the past three years is finding deer and figuring out where they're at and like I talked about with Walter mm-hmm. you know being a student of whitetail deer it's the most important thing that I'm mm-hmm. that I'm doing right now and I've and is my opportunities have gone up mm-hmm. big time yeah. so I'm not saying that your common denominator if you're listening to this, has to be transitions. It may be something else. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you what I know mm-hmm. to be true, um, and feel like I have the, yeah, you know, the resume, I guess, to back up what I'm saying. It's not just, you know, I'm not just mm-hmm. shooting from the hip on this deal. Like I've, I have documented it got videos of it. I mean, it's all working out the same way. Yeah,
1: and. Well, even even if a guy doesn't hunt public and just has has some private ground, mm-hmm. you know what's what's interesting is that for years because that's all I hunted was was either leased land or private, and um, most of it was like just one type of woods. Either it was like either all hardwoods or all pines, mm-hmm. you know. And you would have uh, like some swamps in there or, or whatever, but for the most part, it was all pines. And I, I never could figure out why on the roads you would always see rubs and scrapes on the roads because mm-hmm. I'm like hey, doesn't that deer know like that's you know this, that's this, this is how we come in you know but it was the only transition it was the edges it was the edges yeah and, and well, which is you why you see that on on green fields too yeah you see it on green fields a lot because because it's, it's edges there's a, there's a spot on public right now that 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 I pass that I from from the road and this this place is only it's a really really small piece of public and um and it has a private club that's behind it, and um guys park right there, and walk into the private, and um they have their stand set up. But where they park at, there's there's rubs on every other tree, mm-hmm. scrapes all up and down it, like on on from the road. I mean this thirty yards from the road,
0: and they're not always going to be beneficial, right? No, no. The the deer are using it probably at, at night. night. At night. Um. That's, I mean, yeah. you've got to figure out. So these things that I'm talking about are how I'm like, I know I could go sit with a spotlight over a mm-hmm. greenfield on bankhead. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, typically bankhead greenfields are n- very popular among mm-hmm. <laughs> hunters. And you don't see a lot of deer on them, right? Because mm-hmm. they get hunted so freaking yeah. hard. Yeah. And when I say bankhead, I mean Black Warrior, yeah. uh, the, w, the actual WMA in there.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, those greenfields get... Hammered. Get hammered. Hammered. We could go sit on Greenfields right now in Bankhead with a spotlight, and there's deer on it. Oh, yeah. Probably big bucks. Yeah. Cause, and they're laying down their sign. Mm-hmm. Um, there's deer all over the place. You know, you just got to figure out what's how to find the deer. Yeah.
1: Well, th- this is what we refer to or, or have on the past couple of episodes as stacking the odds. Mm-hmm. Like, we want to put as many of those things together mm-hmm. as we possibly can and, um, you know, hope – Hope, for that all comes together. You know,
0: and those denominators, those those common denominators, are really, really important.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, because there's a the, when you're fi- when you start to find find what they are, you know, maybe maybe yours is um, that every time you sit um, around, uh, I don't know, Greenbrier. Mm-hmm. Let's say, like Greenbrier is a great food source out here. Maybe every time you sit on sit somewhere where they're pounding the greenbrier, you're killing a buck. Yeah. Well, find the areas if that's what's working for you, find those You just got to find those common
1: denominators. Yeah. You got to
0: find those things that man, there may be some differences between each spot, but they all have these things yeah. in common.
1: Which is why you see guys consistently I mean, at least here cuz all I can speak to is here. Mhm. Um that have set in the same tree for years and killed multiple big bucks, out of either if if not the same tree, within twenty yards of it.
0: Mm-hmm. But you no, know, I mean like Jamie McKay. Mm-hmm. Think about Jamie McKay. He,
1: Michael Perry. Mike, I mean, Michael Perry. Both of them killed giants last week. This week, Jamie killed. Jamie his today. today. Yeah, today. And Michael killed two last week. Last yeah. week, and um, and these,
0: those are both guys. If you're if you're new to the podcast, we did an episode with Michael Perry last year. Mm-hmm. And um and he actually just recently killed two just studs stud bucks last week.
1: It's on Facebook. Out you here. can see it.
0: Um, and then during the local legend series, we interviewed Jamie McKay. Mm-hmm. And those guys are very specific in the way that they hunt. Mm-hmm. Like Jamie McKay is not just you know throwing his hands in the air and yeah going and sitting in a random spot. No, he's he's. Finding the spots that he wants to hunt. Michael Perry is the same way. Mm -hmm. They have those common denominators, I promise you. I promise you, anybody. That's what I'm saying.
1: Like, anyone that can kill multiple big bucks out of the same tree or the Mm -hmm. same area, there's a reason why they kill. It's not because it's a magic tree, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: you know? Um, You're right. I mean, um, you have the honey hole, you know? Well, Well, that's where I
0: started. That's where I started figuring out these thick, young mm -hmm. pine thickets. Yeah. And um, that's where I was like, huh. This isn't typically a spot that I would have hunted before, but mm-hmm. let's see why. Let's try to figure yeah. out why they're here. Let's let's start, yeah. you know, marking. You know, when I see five deer in the morning, which direction were they going? Mm-hmm. Which direction were the majority of them coming from?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then if I see five deer in the evening, you do the same thing, and and it's you start to find some consistency there. Yep. And it's not always 100% accurate, but you start to find the consistency, with this, which is one denominator, and it's also right on the edge of a big, thick pine thicket. Mm-hmm. And so knowing when they're coming into it or leaving it, knowing what time, kind of gives me an idea, okay, they're using this <clears throat> type of, yeah. of cover yeah. for either bedding Mm -hmm. or security for their travel maybe they're just traveling down the edge But I figured out that they're definitely using it for bedding so I mean whatever it is for Mm -hmm. you you gotta figure out those common denominators and that's that's probably my biggest success this year Mm -hmm. Um, I've seen more deer than I've ever seen any other season and I have missed more deer than I've ever seen so my thing I need to work on I've been working for three years on finding deer and for three years I have not um, Done my due diligence In like Sighting in the guns and Yeah You know Shooting my bow As much as I could Yeah I've, I, I felt like I have But Apparently I needed A little bit
1: more well, Work You just You just get in the moment And it's just mm-hmm. you, you know And I
0: it, used to be so prideful About being able to capitalize You know In the In the moment of truth I used to be really prideful About that I think I told Michael uh, Pike that one time on a podcast. He was talking about missing some deer. I'm like, you know, that's never been me. I don't see a lot of deer, but when I do see them, yeah, I make it happen. Yeah, and dude, this year I've shot ten arrows and one bullet, and I've got three deer to show for it. Yeah. So,
1: well, I've shot one bullet and ruined a bumper, and so um, got two deer.
0: And you have also. Hit a pontoon boat
1: I did hit a pontoon boat And you also I did hit a pontoon boat Try to forget about that (laughs) (sighs) Try to forget about that That's funny It was It was funny She ended up dying Um, I just Didn't have permission To go over there Yeah Get her Um, And so but I'm looking forward to this week, man. I, it's gonna be a good week. It is. We we got some cold weather moving in. I, I think we got some rain coming. I feel like in. It's
0: moving in this room right now. And,
1: um, oh man, it feels awesome. And uh, and then and so we got that. And then I, I know we're getting ready to come up on Christmas, and I, we'll have some time off at Christmas. Um, and hopefully by then the the rut will kind of be winding down a little bit, and they'll might get back on their patterns a little bit. What's well, your
0: What's your main strategy going into the rut?
1: Well. My main strategy On public Is to do What I have been doing Just trying to find Those common denominators Edges Ditches I love ditches Um, And just trying to find those um, um, I also love finding um, And It's not because I don't don't Like walk or anything like that But I found I found more Deer sign 50 yards from the road Mm Mm-hmm. And I've walked, I walked miles. I I went two miles in, and I'm like, sitting. I'm looking at deer sign, and I'm like, "There's nothing here." Yeah. And I got 50 hundred yards off the road, and I just had tons of deer sign there. (laughs) You know. And um, luckily, it's 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 not a place that uh, people hunt. Um, But um, and so I was like, oh, I'm I'm gonna have to get deep. So I I I really enjoy finding those like. Off the wall places that people yeah. look at and go. I mean that's that's why I shot a deer and hit a pontoon boat, you know. Yeah. Um, and so, because uh, so I I like places like that, you know. Um, and and so but when I'm hunting bigger tracks, um, just looking for those edges, um, uh, finding drainages, on on my uh, lease on my club, um, we have we have quite a few clear cuts. I love hunting clear cuts love hunting clear cuts. And so what what I like to do is is hunt them and then get down and ease around them. And yeah. um and I know some people, you know, um they they're like don't you can't shoot a running deer. Well, I I, I grew up shooting running deer like dog For hunting. A living. And so I I I I really enjoy jump shooting them. Like mm-hmm. just jump jumping them up and shooting at them. Um um you'd be amazed like I did that a couple times last year and I killed them. Yeah. Um and um and, and so I've done
0: it a couple times in my life
1: Yeah Now I would never do that on public mm-hmm. Just because um I don't like to get down and walk around Yeah um, Just because I don't know who, who I don't know who's there I don't know who's there you know? I
0: don't like to get down and walk around Because I never know when I'll be back And I would just like to make my Presence as little known as <sighs> possible See it's so yet.
1: hard for me man I, I I love I love getting down Moving around Finding signs Dude I understand I
0: i like it too i would if i'm if i'm on a trip if i'm on like an out-of-state trip or something yeah then i'll go and do that yeah at home though
1: yeah and and i'm a big proponent of hunting on the ground too i Mm -hmm. i love hunting on the ground um and um i was watching some of the thp guys and um i know a lot that's they do a lot of their hunts from the ground because now granted there's a little different they can do a lot more calling um
0: yeah, they have higher deer numbers. But Definitely they, higher deer numbers. They they do, like... I always feel like I'm doing myself a disservice if I don't get higher up. Um, well, see, there's... Especially with a bow. Like a I'm, couple
1: of those um, um, pine tickets you're you're talking about, you're going to actually get too high in the oh, canopies. Yeah, where you can't see it. Like, it, if you get four foot off the ground, three foot off the ground, you can see a long ways. Oh, yeah. And there's, there's a couple spots on my club that I'm going to do that next next week where cool. I'm, I'm, I'm going to look like a if another saddle hunter walked by he'd laugh, he'd laugh at me <laughs> but I'm you know I'd be like hey dude you know you hunt the way you hunt and I'll hunt the way I want to hunt and uh, um, so that's 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 my philosophy um, also I'm keying in um, on on tracks especially now with um, bucks starting to chase some yeah um, um, got, I got a couple of those that I found so I'm Keen in on those, but I'm also keen in on where they're coming, walking it, walking the block out, mm-hmm. and seeing if they come out, and if not, that's that's some old dog hunting days right there coming into play. Yeah, but um, uh, so that's that's what we're gonna do. We're we're gonna set up on some clear cuts and um, and and do that, and you're gonna keep on hunting it, transitions and stacking the odds, right?
0: Yeah, i got a lot of good spots. I got a lot of spots. I know if there's bucks, mm-hmm. so. Just gonna take as much time off work as I can and try to go kill something.
1: Yeah, guys, if y'all get out in the next couple weeks, man, if you kill something, post it. Um, I guarantee at least tell us about it. I I can I I can only speak for me and Parker. We won't bash you. You know, no, we ain't got room to talk. Um, I don't care what you shot it with, how you shot it,
0: how fast your car was driving. It don't matter, man. I
1: mean, we we have killed them with every possible weapon. This year. Crossbow, bow, and a rifle. I haven't killed one with a rifle yet. I have. (laughs) And so and they Luke's got one with the crossbow, you got one with a bow. Yep. And um and so um
0: not a bad bow season. I shot three.
1: No, dude. Three with a bow? No. No, no. No.
0: But I'm I'm just I'm disgusted with myself, honestly. Uh with that whole
1: debacle. You're, you're, you're deer depressed right now. I'm deer pressed. Deer uh, and
0: Not not because I feel like I'm want to go hunt or anything. I just wounding a deer like that with a it's rifle hard. is a tough thing to get over. So I'm struggling with it. Um, for I mean several reasons really. I mean you work so hard to get those opportunities, and whenever you see one, especially with a rifle, I like it should have been. Mm-hmm. quick and easy you know and it wasn't
1: it wasn't but you gotta have a short memory cause yep. the next one walks out you can't be thinking about the last one
0: nope I'm gonna kill him
1: that's right
0: alright dude I'm sleepy where right, are you going to night night
1: night go night night after you bought your bullets 180 grain Just got some 180 grain. Jesus grains. love it yep smell so, the powder burn alright Well Guys get out Have a great week Stay safe Shoot straight Kill deer Kill some deer Kill some deer
0: Kill some deer And make some memories If you are going to do that Remember that God gave you dominion Over the birds of the air The fish of the sea And the beasts of the earth So go out and Exercise dominion